Welcome to the Property Management Show, brought to you by Four and Half. Four and Half is a marketing agency that creates and implements owner lead generating plans for property management companies. Since 2012, we have been helping property managers with owner marketing, from building conversion-driven websites to video and text blogs that attract and nurture leads, online reputation management, online ads, you name it. Visit fourandhalf.com. That's F-O-U-R-A-N-D-H-A-L-F.com to learn more. About a year ago, we interviewed the NARPM Women's Council of Property Management as they were just starting out. Today, we're interviewing two leaders from this group. One of them is a TikTok star who also happens to be a vintage bag model, while the other is a CrossFit junkie who is currently turtle sitting while her son is in college. Did you figure it out? Our guests today are none other than Kesha Jenkins and Chrissy Wade. They're going to be talking to us about their experiences this past year as part of the council, how to find professional support when all seems lost, and how to avoid the inevitable burnout that is all too common in the property management industry. Stay tuned. Property Management Show is brought to you by PM Grow Summit 2022. We're thrilled to announce that this year's conference is presented by Latchell and Four and Half. With Latchell as your go-to for resident benefits and maintenance coordination, and Four and Half as your must-have for marketing, your property management company will be primed for growth. Bask in the glow of their industry experience and know-how when you come to PM Grow Summit, February 28th through March 2nd in sunny San Diego, California. Get tickets at pmgrowsummit.com. That's pmgrowsummit.com. PM Grow Summit, where the industry moves forward. Okay, so here we are with Christina and Kesha of the Women's Leadership Council. Last time we had Christina and Kelly on the podcast, so we're very excited to have Kesha joining us this time. Um, back then, the Women's Leadership Council had kind of just started. Um, it was it was launching. And since then, you've had a series of events with more to come. And we kind of wanted to revisit um, just some of the things that have come out of that, success stories, maybe any insights you can provide people within the industry of stories that have helped people and things that continue going on. Um, but before we dive into that, can we get a refresher on like, for people that aren't familiar with the Women's Leadership Council, can we get a quick tidbit on what that is? Absolutely, Brittany. So the women's, it's technically, if you look on NARPM, it's the Women's Council of Property Management, but we began with the title of Women's Leadership Council. So we call it both. I call it Women's Leadership Council. Just know if you search for it on NARPM, it's going to say Women's Council of Property Management. And our goal is to equip women to grow professionally and personally by enhancing professional development and networking opportunities for women so that they can step into maybe a more leadership role that they desire to, but maybe they just don't feel quite prepared to do so yet in their life for whatever reason. So in a nutshell, that's what our mission is. That's awesome. So it could be anybody within any role in, in a property management company that's looking to grow and expand. That's really great. Yeah. And even if they want to take it a step further and become some kind of leadership in NARPM or their local associations or whatever, um, just to step out of their comfort zone and get those tools that they feel they need. Yeah. That's really great. Um, 
So do you have some stories, some specific stories you could share with us that maybe happened or came out of events? Yeah. Kesha, would you like to share anything? Uh, well, actually, my first event was when we had the uh, fair housing event, which was extremely knowledgeable, a lot of information, very informative, and it went off without a hitch. And in that particular event that we had, um, I learned a lot. And I've been in the business for over 22 years. And that's the reason why we do those events, because, you know, even though we've been in the business a long time, there's always something you have yet to learn or have yet to discover about, you know, the profession that we're in. And I think I could say that about all of our events. It has been extremely helpful for me because this was the first year I actually stepped out of my comfort zone and stepped into the leadership role here in the Sacramento chapter. And these ladies have been phenomenal in guiding me um, every step of the way. That's awesome. I just wanted to piggyback that because at our second event, um, and I can't remember the title, but I'm sorry, forgive me if we can get that later on, we'll let you know. But at our second event, there was a woman, we kind of had a, just a conversation um, for most of the events. And there was a woman who popped up and she was almost in tears because she could not find the support she needed to get the answer she needed for a certain problem she was having in her company. And the women that attended that event just surrounded her with the love and encouragement that she needed to get the answers that she needed and to go out there and search for somebody who would help her. And by the end of that event, she was so uplifted and able to have a direction to get to where she needed to go in the next step of her company that I think it kind of blew all of us away. I know Kesha was in tears in that event as well. So it was, it was so great to see what we wanted to happen happening before our eyes. Yeah. Wow, that's wonderful. Do you mind sharing a bit more um, context as to like what kind of problem it was and, you know, how did the community support this woman who obviously, you know, needed help but couldn't find it in the area she had already looked? Do you remember exactly what it was? Um, I remember she was having some issues getting her questions answered. She was seeking help within her company and within the people in her specific state in that area. I'm not going to say which area it was. Oh, I, yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah. exactly what it was. It's right at the tip of my tongue too. And was I it, yes. remember that. Was it kind of like she was asking for help and people were like, oh, figure it out yes. yourself? hundred percent. They were so like, frustrating. nobody would answer her. Nobody would help her. And so she, by chance, I don't think she was even a NARPA member by chance. She found our podcast, not our podcast, our event we were holding that day. And that's where she just kind of started saying, help me, help me. So we were able to point her to specific people who we knew would help her. So, um, yeah, I wish I could go back and remember it all, but just the I, general that day was idea. so overwhelming because it yeah. was kind of like, this right here, our purpose, our mission, we're actually seeing it come to fruition right in that event. And that's what it's really all about, you know? And so I was very tearful because I'm like, I know I'm in the right place. This is where I belong. And that's so amazing to hear. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you start something, you know, you start a group or you start a podcast or you do a webinar or whatever, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You could have nobody show up, nobody get involved. And then it sounds like in your situation, it was almost just what everybody needed. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, we've we've seen a little bit of backlash against our group, and I think it's just people don't understand the mission, and it's not to um, step on anybody else's toes or put anybody else beneath somebody else. It's really to get, like I said before, to give those people who want to step into leadership the tools and community that they need to step into that leadership. That's all it is. It's just we are focusing exactly. on women. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I love that you mentioned community because that I think that's at the actual core of this whole movement, right? It's like there's this community of like-minded people who want to lift each other up, right? That's what it's sounding mm-hmm. like. Um, mm-hmm. And so one thing that may not be obvious to, you know, all property managers is that there's always a community that's willing to help you. Um, and so it's like, if you approach a community and it's not quite a good fit, keep looking because there are many little communities within the industry, right? And then, right. you know, time, you know, t- time will just um, tell when you find that perfect fit. But people here are um, generally very accommodating once you find your tribe, kind of, so to speak. Exactly, and so, yeah. especially with the NARPM, right? It's like NARPM mm-hmm. is definitely one of those um, forces that foster this fe- feeling of camaraderie around, mm-hmm. around property managers. Right. Um, and so apart from, you know, joining NARPM, joining your local chapter, joining an initiative like the um, Women's Council of Property Management, within NARPA, I'm like, what other opportunities or resources or groups are out there um, that people may not realize they can tap into? You know, I would say be a part of the Facebook groups. They are out there, but do that with a grain of salt and do that with caution. Because when you put stuff (laughs) out there, the haters are real and the haters are many. However, you are going to find, you're going to find the nuggets and it's always going to be the same handful of people who are willing to help over and above anything else. So once you start to identify those people who are willing to help and you see them giving positive answers rather than trying to put whatever down for whatever reason, maybe contact them. And I know in my circumstance, I have, you know, like four or five people that I have done that I reached out like Brad Larson. He was really the one that started this whole thing, helped me get it started. I reached out to him personally and he was like, absolutely, let's do it. Um, Now I'm not saying he's going to do that for everybody or for everything, but I'm saying for me personally, that's one of the best things that I've done is to start contacting these people. And if they don't respond, then I was just not meant to connect with them. It doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean anything else. It just means I wasn't meant to connect with them, but keep trying, keep taking that step out, keeping that, keep taking that step forward to find your tribe who is meant to uplift you and like help you pursue your goals every day. Um, And I'm going to piggyback on that because that's exactly how the council, the, all the women that are part of it right now came together. It was because, you know, Chrissy had a need. She wanted to fulfill certain positions and roles within the council. And when they put the filler out, the positive, the overwhelming positive responses that that thread got back pretty much kind of sealed the deal on who was going to be a part of the first first go round for the, the council. And I just so happen to be a part of it. And my thing of it is, is that I am a lover of empowerment. I love empowering women to be the best versions of themselves. And if I'm not able to do that, I want to be able to provide the resources for them to be able to to get it, right? And so 
just being a part of that group. And I got asked and didn't even think anything about it because that's just who I am. I'm a positive force on, on social media. You get so much negativity on there. You just want to add a little light to it. Right. I responded and went about my business. The next thing I know, I'm getting this email about the council and I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, what? <laughs> like it was such an honorable thing. And the women that are a part of the council are so phenomenal. They're a wealth of information and they inspire me every single day. And I'm going to be doing it again next year. And I'll continue to do it, you know, because it is that such a powerful movement that I'm wanting to be a part of it and bring other women, other professionals in. And I think if you don't see like be a part of your local groups, your local associations, those are great places to start. And just kind of like me with this dream, <clears throat> if you don't see it out there, be that person mm. who is helping somebody else. Mm-hmm. So if you're not seeing what you need, then you start it. And I am a full 100% believer that what you put out there is what you're going to get back. Absolutely. So get out there and do it. Absolutely. I think, I think that's um, a really important thing to impart to our audience members who may be thinking like, oh, um, that's great. I have a local group. Let me just pop in and out. It's like, well, if you're not really that engaged, you just pop in and out when you need something, like you're not going to be able to get as much from the group as if you're actually involved helping other people, right? And then they're mm-hmm. also more willing to help you. Um, so I think it's kind of like a give and take. Um And so I love what you said that if you don't see that support network, like there are areas in the U.S., for example, that don't have local local NARPM chapters. Right. Um, And so, for example, in those instances, like how would you recommend someone be that force of bringing people together to help each other? Like what would be some concrete steps they could do? I would say just start locally. Start with other property managers in your area. Everybody belongs to NARPM to change the face of the industry. We want to make it better. We want to do something beyond what it's already known for, right? So start within your little, your hometown. Get together with the other property managers and start something there. And if they don't want to do it, go out from there. I'm sorry, Kesha, you were going to say something. I'm actually going to be putting this plan into motion because Brian Jenkins, bless his soul, is out of Alabama. He has been trying for years to establish a chapter in Birmingham. He's been unsuccessful because he's really busy. And, you know, he goes, he, he kind of divides his time between Alabama and Georgia. And so when I first started discussing the, the possibility of leaving the state of California, um, I'd reached out to him about it. And he said, hey, I've been trying to do this for years. And he's like, I know how passionate you are about NARPM. If you want to come down and you want to try to work together together to get this going, then let's do it. And I said, bet, let's do it. There is a huge community of residential property managers in the Birmingham area, Mm -hmm. in Montgomery, in Mobile. There is a need for it, right? But it just has not been established. So that is something I've already started to work on. Um, It's something I am going to see to fruition. I've already started reaching out to all... um, all of the community property managers um, in that area to be able to set something um, in stone. The need is there. It just needs somebody like me to come along and with Brian to be able to actually bring it to fruition and make it happen. Right. Cause once you get some people coming out of the woodwork saying, Hey, let's do this then other people probably will flock, right? You might just have some hesitant people that right. like and, you and said you earlier, you, you went out of your comfort zone 
right. doing this. So, so encouraging other people to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I actually, when I was talking to a lot of the property managers, they are involved, but you know, they did say that, you know, coronavirus has been kind of like a blessing and a curse, you know, and the blessing is, is that they don't have to drive two hours to um, Atlanta to attend a meeting. Right. Um, They can do the zoom calls, but the the curse is that they're kind of burnt out on zoom. Yeah. You know, but if we can, we can create something there for them to be able to get involved with and be active in, it works out for everybody. And we can still connect with the Atlanta chapter and start planning things to do between the two states. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think what happens is just, yo, that's the status quo. We just go to the Atlanta chapter. Um, and it's like, until there's someone who's like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to have our own <laughs> chapter. It's just not going to happen. So kudos. Exactly. To you. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Going back to the the women's council a little bit, women's property management, what you told us what it's actually called, and I'm going to read it because Mar- uh, Marie actually wrote it down, NARPM's Women's Council of Property Management. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying Women's Leadership Council, um, but you said you said both, so I'll get- We do. We I'll get my pass. We do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's this constant um, feeling of just being overwhelmed- burnout, the wheels keep moving in property management, um, and it can just be overwhelming. So is there any advice you can give to people? Um, obviously getting involved and, and, um, accessing resources that are available to you is, is one way to get that support system that might even seem a little bit overwhelming to people that, that are burnt out. It might just seem, like, like another aim. Yeah. Right. I don't have energy to yeah. connect with other people. Right yeah. Now. yeah. So what do you say to those people? That are just overwhelmed and don't even know how to reach out. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, cause it seems like, it, it seems like when you have so much going on, joining a council or joining NARPM or attending more meetings. It, like, yeah, having more responsibility, gotcha. quote unquote, exactly. feels too yeah. yeah. I would say find your tribe, find that one person who's going to uplift you. I know for a fact, if I message Kesha, her response is going to make me smile. Yeah. Because that's her, right? <clears throat> I know any one of the women on the leadership council, if I message them, they're going to have my back. So you don't, maybe you don't have to join a group, but find one or two people. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's, you know, somebody in your life that's not in property management that you can message and say, Hey, I'm struggling today. And sometimes, and this may sound harsh, but sometimes you just got to put your big girl pants on and get it done Yeah. and, and, and uplift yourself, whatever that means, take a walk, drink some hot chocolate. I don't know, whatever it is, but find out what uplifts you whether it's people, that's not people, um, do something that's healthy for you, not bad for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to add to that because again, like this was my first year of really putting on my big girl, you know, boots and becoming a leader with the chapter. And at the beginning, I just hit the ground running 100%. Right. And probably I want to say mid May, I started to notice that the, the engine was running on empty. Right. 
Um, I got so overwhelmed. I felt like I was just putting 100% of everything of myself into all of my, everything I was doing every single day. I was a property manager, superhero by day and the president of SAC NARPM at night. And I was literally working from like five in the morning all the way up to like 12 at 12 midnight, right? And that, that got old really quickly. And so I had to have a talk with my husband because he, he goes through all of this with me and he's like, girl, you need to figure your life out right now because I can see the burnout happening. And he was just like, you got to have something to focus on besides work and NARPA, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I can't do that because work and well, NARPA is actually that, kind of my life. That's right my life, now, yeah. Right? Right. right, exactly. And so he was like, but babe, you're going to get burned out. So you got to figure out something else to do. So mm-hmm. I couldn't go hiking because of COVID and a lot of the parks and stuff were closed and hadn't really opened. It was just a mess. So I said, you know what? I got all these points to use. I'm going to start traveling. I can take my MacBook with me if I need to work, you know, set aside some hours of the day to be able to take care of that and then um, turn off everything else and just focus on me time. So I started doing that. Another thing that I did is that I, um, I got a therapist. Um, because when you become overwhelmed, sometimes you just need to simply kind of talk through all of the gambit of motions that you're going through, right? To reach a point to where you can make a solid decision on how to proceed in order to save your peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I was at, right? And so the therapist agreed with me too. Hey, you got to take some time, step away from the office, step away from NARPM, you know, um, use that solid solitary time to be able to write your president's message so that they're clear and concise. And I did that. I was able to find that balance. And when I, I put that in motion, the rest of the year has kind of gone smoothly for me. Mm-hmm. And I did have outlets. I had the ladies, I have my husband. I even had my broker that said, you gotta make time for yourself. And I had my therapist. So I had a lot of people that understood what I was going through mm-hmm. and gave me these nuggets of information that helped me, uh, that helped guide me so that I didn't completely burn out. Cause you know, we've been in a pandemic, California is crazy. We're dealing with all of these different laws and mandates. And Mm -hmm. it was like, you step out of your comfort zone and you may hit a a landmine and not know it because we couldn't do our job like we normally could. So that Mm -hmm. added to everything else. And it was just finding those balances that kind of grounded everything for me. It's been great. I can't complain at all. But that would be the advice that I would give anybody who is overwhelmed, um, who is uh, boggled down by challenges that really don't know where to start. Um, if you need a therapist, you need somebody to talk to, find that one person, like Chrissy said, that's either going to make you smile, that's going to listen to you, no judgment, that is sound wisdom, if it's not a therapist or it's a friend, or even if it's a spouse, um, because they can they can offer you insight sometimes that you're lacking when you are overwhelmed, because you're, you're, your judgment is clouded. Right. Mm-hmm. And so always find those resources outside of yourself and then look within yourself and start building a game plan that's going to see you through. That's really great. Know why I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we love you too. We love you too, Kisha. Let's be best friends. Okay. 
Okay. I'll come, I'll come to sack. Hey, um, come on, girl. Come on. <laughs> that's such a beautiful insight though. Cause it's like, find your people. That's what I'm hearing. Find your people, but also give yourself some, t- give yourself the authority to take a step back and, mm-hmm. and not burn yourself out so much. So I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I do want to add too. um, a lot of the, so, so Chrissy, you mentioned like, you know, find your tribe, a lot of like the tribes or groups out there, um, kind of hyper-focus on how do I grow my business more? How do I get more doors? Um, and I think it's like on the surface, it seems like that's what everyone's supposed to do, but not, that's not everyone's priority. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, you know, you kind of prefer to maybe, take a step back and kind of recenter, um, re, you know, revisit your priorities as a person, not just as a business owner, not just as a right. leader. Um, and so I think like what you both shared is really powerful, kind of like, you know, you don't have to um, kind of like keep going and playing the grow game just because everybody else is. Exactly. If you need to, to take a step yeah. back, do it for your sanity. Exactly. Well, and I love that because as Kesha was talking, we are more than just property managers. Yeah. I'm a wife and a mom and a woman before I'm even that. Exactly. Mm. You know, and that those are my priorities. My priorities are to my family first. Cause if I'm not raising good human beings, what's the point of being a property manager? Yes. I wish I had yes. my fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Cause Kesha, you said, you know, uh, being a property manager and, you know, being in NARPM was my life. And it's like, well, if you're really believing that, like you need to go back into yourself. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, and my, my children are older. They're actually not children. They're young men. I have a 24 year old and a 20 year old. Right. So before it was, it was family, but you know, since the boys have grown up, it's my husband and I, and we're great empty nesters. We travel, we do all these great things together, but you know, once your kids kind of like leave the nest, right, there's that void and you want to try to fill it with something that or focus on something else that you can give that attention to. And that was sort of kind of why I got involved with NARPA. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of changed once I stepped into the role as the chapter president and really got involved. And the, I think the other part of that too, is that I didn't want to fail. I wanted to prove that I was worthy to be in that position. Mm. Um, I wanted to show that not only as a woman, but as a property manager, I'm capable of wearing multiple hats and still being successful. We all fall into that trap. Mm -hmm. There's not a woman on the planet that is in business can say that they've never fallen into that trap. Mm-hmm. But there is a way out of it. We have to keep ourselves centered, focused. And when we do that and our mental health, we'll be fine. I don't care about the doors. The doors will come. I don't even know if I have, I, I don't think I have any other questions. Is there anything else <laughs> you have, Marie? Um, well, I have like the closer question of, um, you know, is there anything you learned about the industry after creating and participating in the NARPA Women's Council of Property Management that you did not be that you did not know before? That's a good mm. question. I'll go That's first. Go ahead. Go for it. So, well, I figure my answer out. One thing, I mean, I've always known that our industry as a whole is kind of women driven, right? 
you take a look in property management, uh, what, what would the percentage you would say, like 90% of it is women, right? What I didn't realize though, and I think this might've just been like the urban legend, right? That just kind of float around out there is that you have a lot of men that actually support the women in the industry more than ever. Um, I've had, you know, Ted, I've worked with Zach Delta for 15 years and he's been amazing as a boss, right? He's always encouraged me to, if, if I have goals that need to be met to go after those goals, He's always supported every dream that I had, not only in the company and outside of the company as well, because I have things that I've done outside and he's always go do it. You know, I got stories I can tell y'all, but <laughs> he has completely supported me 100%. Brad Larson is also awesome too. I met him when I was in San Antonio for leadership training a few years ago. Amazing guy. He was another one, was another resource that says, hey, if you got something you want to do, I can help you do it. He helped Chrissy. You know, he, he said, these are the foundations we can lay them. I'll support you every step of the way. So every male that I've encountered with the exception of one, and he doesn't even matter, but every male that I've encountered in the industry has shown nothing but love and support. And that was something that kind of overwhelmed me because I didn't expect it. I expected the opposite. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I, I would love to make that point clear that though we are the women's council, um, the men that have been behind us and driving us and supporting us have been amazing. We've had men attend every single event yes. and they are so proud to do that. Yes. So um, they are out there, ladies. They, those ones that are good men who are going to plug you along and push you along. Um, she mentioned Brad. I'm going to mention Tony LeBlanc. I'm working with him right now on several things and he has been amazing. He is nothing but supportive and a force. So those are two men that you can reach out to. Hopefully we don't get in trouble for like mentioning them and you all blasting them. <laughs> right. They're going to care. I honestly don't think you're, they're going to care, but if you need some support, you got Kesha, you got me, you got the rest of the women's council and you got at least two dudes out there who are going to help you. Yeah amazing. And so to any of our listeners who maybe are interested in joining one of your future events um, or being involved somehow in um, the Women's Council of Property Management, can give them a little bit more information, how to get involved, any future events coming up? Yes, we have one coming up on November 16th. I believe that is the date. Um, stay tuned, pay attention to all of your emails and stuff, because that's going to be talking about throwing off things that don't serve you. So it's kind of what Kesha was talking about earlier. If something is not serving you, throw that off. And how do you replace that with something that's going to serve you in your professional and your business life? So that's our next um, event. November 16th, I believe is the date. And we are very excited for that. As far as becoming, you know, participating, that's what we're doing right now is just putting on events. We're hoping at some point in the future to do maybe next year's NARPM. Um, con convention to do an actual get together with women and host a small seminar. So um, just stay tuned. We're like, this is our baby year. This is our very first year. <laughs> so as it grows and gets bigger, it's going to change and grow up into something amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and for sharing those wonderful stories and being vulnerable on our platform. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you, right. ladies, Thanks for Brittany. having me.